Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join me on the show today. Well, I'm in this sort of uh, interesting in-between period with the podcast at the moment. I'm just having conversations with some of my uh, some of my buddies, business and property buddies. Um, it's a select group, a small handful. And today I'm delighted to welcome Kemi Egan to join me in conversation. Hi, Kemi, how are you doing? Hey, Richard, I'm good, thank you. Thanks for uh, the invite and making me make the final cut of the tight group. You were always going to be making the final cut, my dear. You were always going to do that, and you know that. Um, we got high standards, so I'm constantly trying to raise the bar, you see. <laughs> yeah, good to hear. I don't know if you, I'm not expecting an answer yes to this, but if you've heard of any of the other conversations, um, it's been quite interesting so far. Meandering... Uh, topics uh it's, it's all unscripted there's no question um, you know pre-prepared questions or anything like that and we've gone off in different directions some of them have been quite amusing some of them have been quite uh ephemeral is that a word yeah yeah don't know what word it means but it means it sounds like a good word we'll throw it in there <laughs> yeah so let's see where our conversation goes because i've got no idea <laughs> well all right what could go wrong what could possibly go wrong so I think what would be really useful is probably just to set the scene with the listeners. They've heard you you and I speak actually a few times mm. because you've been a guest on the podcast before. So, um, but what would be great is just to, I don't know, let's just dial back a bit because people ask us this question. We don't always know the answer, do we? But <laughs> how on earth did we get here? You know, where did it all begin? You've probably got a better recollection anyway than I have. Yeah, I, do. I mean, I don't know that I do. I have a vague recollection of about seven years ago, must be now. I keep saying five, but I've said five for a few years, so it's got to be about seven. And somehow we connected, and I think we had some conversations, I guess, and then quite liked what we had to say, and we we then invited each other on our podcast at the time, I think. And the conversation has, has never really stopped since then. We've just on and off, caught up. And sometimes there's been longer periods of time and shorter periods. But every time we did catch up, it felt like nothing had, there'd been no distance, there'd been no time. And um, we would talk about whatever was going on at the time, the good, the bad, the somewhere in between. And I think through that, just a really organic friendship grew that is to anyone I tell quite funny because on the face of it we're quite different people and in lots of ways we are different people but we just have a thread that is the same I think our core is the same and um how we go about things and do things is sometimes different but yeah I think that's that's my reaction not yours Pretty much that, to be honest. I think so. Yeah, we we did. Yeah, no, I, I think that's pretty much it. I, I didn't know it was a seven-year itch, by the way. Um, <laughs> On to the next one now. <laughs> yeah, we did the seven-year itch in, you know, making it more committed, if you like, than what the traditional seven-year itch does. Um, mm. Yeah, no, I remember. I think, we, I think we became friends. I think that first and foremost, you know, over that time, um, we shared common values and and I think you talk about we're different people and you know our personalities can be different and how we do things but our values are very much aligned and I think that was what that's what always drew us together I think ultimately yeah it was almost like yeah I feel the same way about that too and you know yeah you know let's put the world to rights and things like that and sometimes particularly in our industries you can feel quite lonely in that world you know if you see things slightly differently or you don't subscribe to the way things are discussed or talked about, it can feel kind of that you're out on an island by yourself. So when you find a like-minded person, you kind of hang on for dear life. <laughs> well, thanks for hanging on, buddy. <laughs> right, but <laughs> I'm, hanging on. I'm hanging on too. So uh, that's cool. So, and then I think I do remember we thought, 
at one point, and you can maybe refresh my memory, we said, okay, we're, we're becoming buddies or friends or whatever. We see the world a similar way. Uh, we're both entrepreneurial in spirit, um, you know, seeking opportunities. And it's like, well, should we do something about this? <laughs> you know, and then we had a few conversations like that, didn't we? And we had a couple of ideas, but mm-hmm. didn't kind of get off the ground big time. And then all of a sudden it did. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's exactly it, isn't it? We had some conversations and I mean, I definitely didn't go into those conversations looking for a way for us to work together. We were just chatting and it's like, oh, we're thinking of doing this or I'm thinking of doing that. And and it was kind of vice versa. And then we said, oh, you know, shall we do something together and let's see what comes out of it? And we had those initial conversations. And I think what's really interesting is that at the time, I think we knew they didn't feel right. Because we could have run with them, we could have got them off the ground. We both knew exactly how to do it, and it would work, and it would, you know, likely be a success. But something wasn't aligned with at least where we were going, if not where we'd been. And so we just kind of paused on it, talked a bit more, drank a bit more wine, kept talking. <laughs> so we had our kind of light bulb moment that just from the off felt felt right. Yeah, so you're right. I think there's a, there's a point about flow there, right? Um, you know, is does it feel right? So that's something that you know we can we we could do this, and we probably could execute quite well. But for whatever reason, it wasn't feeling right, and therefore the energy wasn't there, and therefore the execution didn't follow through, or whatever. But yeah, what about this light bulb moment then? What was uh, what was that light bulb moment? Maybe I had too much wine. I can remember. It. Do you know? I don't. I can't entirely remember. um so we talked about um the things that we loved I think we went back to the beginning we said you know what is it we love what is it that gets us going what what excites us what interests us and we kind of built out this picture of of doing deals of you know negotiating of adding value of taking something ugly to something pretty of um generational wealth of giving back and our foundations and from that I think we we landed at a place that we both previously had um and or deliberately or, or accidentally kind of flipped businesses and turned them around and it was really fun and challenging and tiring and frustrating but fun and it felt right and you know do you do you, do you fancy it and I don't know which one of us kind of went first don't know who did the arm round the shoulders in the cinema moment, but I think we were like, do you, do you want to, does this, how does this sound? From memory, we were all over that from, from day one. Yeah. And just to clarify what that is, is um, that we're talking about on a business acquisitions uh, trail. Yeah. We M&A. Want, we also, and, and M&A. Yeah. We also talked about um, certain types of property assets or, more, you know, larger scale property assets like blocks and portfolios. So there were the two big ideas, I think, that they did emerge at the beginning of this year. One went better than the other one um, yep. in terms of, you know, actually deliverables, although we're still very much in it together, I think. So, yeah, I don't remember who's on around whose shoulder, but, you know, who made that first move. But, um, yeah, it just felt right. And what's happened since? I mean, because... That was kind of when we we said, okay, let's actually do something about this now. We stopped talking about it. Let's get on with it. And that was probably from my memory, round about the beginning of the year. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, around about January, even February. I want to say early Feb. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling it's probably more early Feb because something else happened in February, didn't it? Um, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's your fault. My fault. Okay. What? All right. What was it? What? What happened? I mean, and I can elaborate. But what was your recollection? I just want to make sure I get the right story. By the way. Okay. So we um, we had this idea, and we were chatting about um, mergers and acquisitions, and buying some businesses and turning them around. And some of it is an adjunct to you know current activities. It would be useful to have this business. It would be useful to have that. And some of it just plain fun. Uh, my background was healthcare. I love. I love the adult, adult allied healthcare professional um, profession, um, you know, and some other things. And we just went, well, how about we go and 
we go and find some businesses that we that we like the look of that excite us and we'll turn them around and see if we can exit and get a capital event um and one evening I was sat on the sofa and I got a message from Richard saying you need to listen to this this thing from Darren Hardy I was like "Mm, do I though like I don't necessarily love everything he's got to say so like cool okay I think I was doing something else I was like yeah whatever I'll I'll check it out in a couple of days and a couple of days later Richard came back to me and said have you listened to that thing yet and I had that moment where like, oh, I could just say, yeah, would he know? I'm like, hang on, it's only three minutes, I think it was, so it's fine. We'll listen to this, to this message. And it's something he does, Darren I does his daily dose of something, motivation, whatever. And he shared this story about how he started in a job, set a goal, and I think he spoke to a mentor and it might have been his dad or someone in the business or something. They said, you know, three extra goals. What, why, why that goal? Why not bigger? Why not bigger than that? Why not anything? And, you know, in this story he shared that he hit whatever his 10x target was, I think, in the end. Um, was it just 3x? Yeah, it was 3x. Yeah. So he set this target and then he 3x'd it, 3x the target and then he hit that. Um, so then he said, um, you know, some of the challenge with what people achieve is not that they don't achieve what they set out to achieve, is that what they set out to achieve is too small. So whatever your goal is, three exit. Now, we only just kind of started having conversations in this and um, we had a very loose target and kind of said, okay, well, let's, okay, let's give this a go. And at the time it felt quite big because we didn't really have a strategy at that point weren't quite yeah, sure of a pipeline <laughs> of a pipeline weren't quite sure where or how we were going to do this we're quite busy um but it felt right so we threw ourselves into it um so we threw x the goal that day i think from memory and i wrote it down and i've still got it on a post-it note on the inside of my notebook um and that became the foundation for what we marched off to do this year absolutely I think it's Grant Cardone, isn't it, who does the 10x? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So maybe we should have 10x'd it. Um, mm, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, 3x has been pretty... <laughs> well, as we'll hear, it wasn't actually 3x in the end. No. Um, we'll get to that. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to... That 10x, 3x thing. So it was Darren Hardy's 3x. And um, just to put it in perspective, we all we'd done at that stage is, let's go and buy some businesses. We'd agreed on that. Yeah, we didn't really have a strong strategy. We didn't, we weren't really doing that much at that point to make it happen. Like I said, we didn't have a pipeline. No. And then we suddenly three X our goal in yeah middle of February or something. Yeah, um, something like that. And um, just because. And uh, by the way, I'm looking up because on my whiteboard here, I've got another phrase from that video, um, which has been there since. And it's, uh, sorry, I keep looking up, but it's, uh, it, the, it's, it, it's impossible unless, question mark. And so that went hand in hand with the, okay, so you're 3x your goal, fine. But then accompanied by that phrase, it's impossible unless, makes you start thinking about the how. Yeah. So instead of going, oh, I'm going over there, and by the way, it's going to be a three times bigger mountain, well, then you go, well, it's impossible unless well, I get a helicopter to go to the top, you yeah. know, <laughs> instead of climbing. And it, it, it makes you think in a, a different way, the, the two things together. Well, seriously, so, and you can start off with having like a, a narrow mindset of, I can't do it because. And in that moment, that's true. Unless you add the unless, in that moment, that's true. You don't have the time, the resources, the network, the this, the that, the whatever you want to tell yourself. But yeah. when you reposition that, I can't do it unless. So, okay, well, then I need to get the network. Okay, well, that's impossible. Well, it's impossible unless, and you take yourself down this tree that kind of cascades, and you can, if you follow it all the way through to the end, you get some really specific and seemingly quite distant goals from your big goal that if you do the do, will get you there. Mm-hmm. that Agreed. was um, a really interesting point i thought yeah and let's be honest really really honest for a sec did <clears throat> you believe the 3x goal would happen when we said that no 
Me too. Right. Um, we, we said it with no foundation, no structure, no strategy, direction, no pipelines I mentioned. And, and then I think it's the impossible unless came in. It's like, okay, we've said it. We kind of don't really believe it right now. Cause why would you, when you like six to eight weeks into the year and got zero and you've suddenly just three extra goal. Well, crazy. We've never actually worked together at that point. Yeah. And uh, we're doing something, you know, certainly new. I mean, we've both been involved in MA, you know, or, or growing businesses, um, you know, to some greater or lesser extent. Um, and we were just going to throw our heart and soul into this. So there was that doubt. And I think it's, it's, it's important to say that. Yeah, absolutely. But what made us push through uh, that from your point of view? What, what made it happen? What made the difference? I think for me, it was, I wanted to do it. And I'm pretty stubborn. And if I want to do something, it's happening. So I don't I know. Can vouch, by the way, everybody, I can vouch for Kemi, Kemi <laughs> stubborn. And, and if, it wants, if it's going to get done and she wants to do it, it's going to happen, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I didn't, you know, we didn't know. But I'm very good at compartmentalising as well. So I didn't know how it was going to happen. I didn't really need to. But I, I, um, I grew up in sport. That was kind of my, my background. And you just do the work. You do the work and you turn up. And then on game day, if you've done most of the work and you've got a bit of the talent, you're probably going to win. So I just did the work. You know, we found some support and we learned some stuff and we surrounded ourselves with people that had the same goals. So I was like, well, okay, we're just going to do that. And I don't like losing either. So if you're surrounded with people that are kind of setting targets and hitting it, then that's, yeah, it just annoys me. So it's like, well, we've got, we've got to do this now because I'm not being the loser in the group. <laughs> and equally, uh, I'm, uh, I'm quite competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we, we, it's famous in our household. We, we have weekly backgammon games. I know that sounds really thrilling, but um, me, and, me and my wife, we have... Uh, a kind of a mini tournament every weekend and honestly it's 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 you know it's war um between us she's very competitive she's actually ex-professional sports player as well and i'm just bloody competitive um uh, and so you know we we have these little rivalries and we literally you know, the winner runs around the garden and celebrates and stuff like that it's it's that it's like that so i'm with you on that one and um it's like well uh, and equally, I think the, you you touched on it earlier about our bigger vision and our internal visions, and yeah. you know like the foundations. And I've mentioned that on a couple of previous episodes here. So we've got something bigger than ourselves here as well that's at yeah. stake. And I think that drives us. It certainly drives me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that you know that from my point of view, I was like, and by the way, I really love it. I, I'm I'm a kind of addicted to doing deals. I suppose. Yeah. Chatting to Daniel Hill um, would be last week, I think. Um, and this goes out and we were just saying that, you know, we swap messages at all sorts of crazy times now. Um, and it's like, well, just, I said, I, I, I initially started by saying, I think I'm addicted to work. And he went, I'm addicted to doing deals. And I said, no, that's actually better. I'm, I'm addicted to doing deals. Yeah. So I love speaking to owners, whether it's property owners or business owners. I love it. Uh, I, I, I could do loads of it. And so that's what I do. Uh, because you find your best selves, and I think that we can talk about how we've evolved um, as the years go on. But just, I, I don't want to lose sight of this. So, taking a lot of time on how we got to start and set the goal, and maybe how we got it through. But just from first point, from that point where we three x our yes. goal, when did we complete our first deal? How, I think you knew to the day or something. I knew from when we first spoke to that person that we completed, and that was. 86 days I think um and I think that was probably three or four weeks later than we spoke yeah, yeah so we walked through the door in that business literally walked through the door with, I had the keys on the 1st of June yeah so and I think we'd 3x by the end of Feb yeah so and we didn't we weren't speaking to that person when we 3 x no. So that puts that in perspective. Um, and by the way, we almost 3X at that point, didn't we? We did. 
We, did. we, were, we have now. We've, we, when we took it over, the historic um, results would be slightly less than 3x, but I think probably kind of down to you as much as anything. Um, the results are in excess of 3x already. Yeah. That first acquisition. Which is amazing in, its, in and of itself. I mean, talk about kind of confirmation that you're doing the right thing and you're on the right path and you set the right goals. This thing came up and it certainly wasn't an easy acquisition process. Um, no. And I could absolutely live without that again. But we stuck with it. And again, we're like, well, we started, so we're finished now. And then that stubborn nature and the competitiveness comes in. And yeah, we got it, got it over the line and it almost exactly hit the 3x target that we'd set ourselves. Yeah. And um, just to skip forward to kind of where we hope it's going to land, because this is uh, middle of November. Um, you know, I think there was one that fell away. Um, so I think the, the final result is, um, I think we're on target for around about 7x by year end at the moment. Is that about right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I know we're talking in random terms because we're not disclosing what the target was, but it doesn't matter in a way. Whatever it, whatever it was, was one. Yeah. And then we 3X'd it, and now we're probably going to land, hopefully, touching wood, whatever, um, <laughs> around about 7X, and that would be technically five, five acquisitions. Is that right? Yes. Including the tiddler. One, two, three, four. Five. Yes, five. Five completions <laughs> in about seven X hours initial goal. And so what a pace, what a journey, what a ride. In like in less than nine months, five completions. I mean, if you'd have first of all, I think if you'd have told us about that to start with, we'd have laughed you out of the room. Um but we'd have absolutely bitten your hand off. Someone said you can do this. And it's been unbelievable. So much fun. It has been. I mean, it's been fun, but it's been, I mean, let's not underestimate, you know, what there's always a price to pay, okay? Mm-hmm. For the results. There's always a price to pay. There's a trade-off. And people sometimes want the the upside, but they're not prepared to put the investment in or the payoff in. So yeah. let's just be honest about it. You know, it. It's, it's great, 7X and five acquisitions and being a fantastic ride, but it, it's been challenging at times, right? Yes, absolutely. I don't know about you, but I am hanging. <laughs> We're watching the clock come down, you know, because I'm not one, I don't like to wind down to Christmas. I think a lot of people do, and that leaves the market open and leaves opportunities there while everyone else is bagging off eating mince pies. Um, it's not to say I don't eat mince pies, so it's multitask. So I don't like to wind down and I was supposed to go away in November and just kind of said, I just, I don't think we've got the time with what we've got going on. Just can't, can't do this. Um, so yeah, it's been an in, a long and intense eight months probably of pretty relentless. Um, you know, and if we're being honest, I think our families have, I don't want to say suffered, because they benefit from what we're doing, but there's a price to pay, and that pay payoff at the moment is not always getting the time or the quality time of them you'd like. Um, it's been stressful at times. There are bits while we're do, both doing things that we, on the whole, enjoy. There are bits that suck. <laughs> um. So yeah, I. Yeah, being entirely kind of vulnerable and transparent, it's, it's been tough. But when I look at things in my life that have been tough, this kind of doesn't cut it. This is like, it's hard work and I'm a bit tired. That's okay. Lots of people are tired and work hard and they won't get the results that this will generate. So that's okay. You can be tired and work hard because you're doing something that you hate that doesn't provide your family the way that you want or you can do something that's hard that you on the whole enjoy and will pay off dividends yeah yeah and put it in perspective i was i was watching a, my wife forwarded uh 
children in need uh, video clip uh, yesterday. I was probably doing the same as you were with my, we look at this three minute Darren, Dar- Darren Hardy thing. So yeah. Do I really want to watch that? Anyway, I did. And the clip was about um, like, uh, like a children's play center or day center yeah. uh, in, in Hull. And long story short, they did a, you know, they, they built them a nice outdoor playground and facilities and stuff like that. And you know, you kind of know how it's going to go. Yeah. So good deeds. And it was all fantastic. But then we were, they were interviewing the, one of the operators and they were saying, basically, what difference does this place make to the local community? It's a fairly deprived area of Hull. I know Hull, you know, from old, there are some pretty, you know, deprived elements. And, um, she said there's some people where this is a lifeline, you know, they, they can't afford daycare and they've got three jobs to survive, single mothers, things like that. You know, they've got three jobs and this is how they can do that. Yeah. And they're working bloody hard. And, you know, and, and this is a, a little bit of respite, a bit of support that they get. And their reward is minimum wage probably or something like that. Yeah. Um, we're talking about something different and we can't overlook the fact that we're privileged you know, mm-hmm. in insofar as the outcomes will be a bit more than minimum wage. Yeah. But, you know, w- you know, it's like we're trying to apply ourselves into something. We're, we're, you know, and equally, let's also face it, we're not both doing this just so we can be have mansions and fa- flashy cars and, you know, all that stuff. Um, we're doing this for a, a wider and bigger cause ultimately now. So, um, you know, that's, that's one of the things that you, why we work together because we see the world that way but it's just about that and but i think sometimes people look into your life i've i actually had someone comment on my life recently i'm like that's interesting um then they just made all these assumptions about my lifestyle and who i was as a result of all this i'm like how can you make that conclusion you don't even know me and um or you don't know the detail yeah. And it's, you know, you're looking from an outsider point of view, but they don't look at the the investment, the input, the sacrifice, you know, the bloody pressure uh, mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. You probably add to the list um, that goes with it. So we know that we're probably going to be on for, we joked about it the other day, didn't we? Three to five years or something like this. And yeah. then maybe, maybe put our feet up, but we probably both know that ain't going to happen. No, not a chance, but it's nice to think about it at the moment. <laughs> Well, um, when I say it's going to happen, it probably will happen, but we just, we can't help ourselves. We'll probably find the next level or the next big thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah I don't know. But, um, and I think the other thing that I, I think is worth highlighting is, you know, how we kind of fitted together over the last six or eight months, nine months, whatever. Because mm-hmm. that, I think it's worth sharing a little bit about that, maybe. Yeah, it's been really interesting, hasn't it? Um, so when two people come together that are ultimately used to doing their own thing, you expect there to be kind of a buying of heads and a, an ego war and everyone wants to be in charge. Um, and it hasn't been like that. There's been some challenges as we've sometimes seen things differently and our view of risk is different or our view of people is sometimes different. But, um, or not, <laughs> but... Because our values and core is so aligned that you can always bring it back. You can bring it back to friendships. You can bring it back to what matters. You can bring it back to what's important. And none of that shit is. It just doesn't matter. Um, And so we found this groove where largely your, I guess, FD. I'm what, sorry? FD. Oh, FD. Okay, yeah. That'd be finance, finance guy type of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I'm kind of on the the ops side, um, and it's just working really well. And we, I think we initially had some conversations about what we liked and what we were good at and what we thought we could bring, and we kind of picked those bits out. And then you're left with this melee of stuff in the middle. And like, okay, I'll have that bit, and you can have that <laughs> bit. And we worked our way through the rest of it. So again, you know, to be completely transparent, there are, there are bits that we're both looking forward to handing off sooner rather than later, but we were prepared to do what it took to get us there in the first place. So that's kind of how we we divide the roles at the moment. And it's again, it's going well. It's I don't want to lie, it's always simple, but it's effective at least. 
And I think with every month that goes by and every deal that goes by, we communicate better. Um, We figure out how to work together better. We figure out what is, you know, do, do they mean that? And then there's time, because now we work together, we speak day in, day out. You're like, no. Even though that's what that said, that isn't how it would have been meant, because I know the person. Um, And it's, yeah, I think I feel like I'm just repeating myself, but this friendship core and this values core just keeps us on the straight and narrow. And the answer, the question to kind of almost anything challenging is what's the right thing? And then we had a a situation recently um, a team member has decided they don't want to come on the journey with us. And according to the contract when we bought this business, they shouldn't be able to go and work in certain other places. But we had a chat and just said, look, we think it's right that we, we let them do this and we kind of negate that bit of the contract. We think it's right and it's fair. Um, you know, there, there isn't a business risk. Let's just do the right thing. And that has set us in good set us in good stead, I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think just to summarize, I think what we've kind of learned, and we thought we made this promise to each other, didn't we? At one key point, you mm-hmm. don't know what I'm gonna say yet. But um <laughs> we we uh we'd always put our friendship above a deal. Yep. You know, and I think it got fraught in that first deal at times because mm-hmm. it's stressful. We didn't know what we were doing half the time, you know, and, and it was it was difficult. It was a difficult negotiation. It was complex and the advisors weren't necessarily helping and things like that. Um, and there were some pressure points and we weren't going to too much, but basically it was, you know, stressful at times. We were working, we we're pulling weekenders, you know, Easter weekend was gone, I remember. We have oh, um, yeah. due diligence and things like that. Um and, you know, we were probably getting a bit itchy at each other and stuff. And uh, I think there were times where I, I recognised, for example, I was very dr- deal-driven and not as much on relationship, you know. And afterwards, we kind of had the little – we got the deal, we celebrated, had a bunch of champagne, and then about a few weeks later, then we had the, like, debrief. Yeah. And then we just had a real chat about, you know, what happened at this point and how could we learn from that and how could we do things differently and just really hearing one another – and we made a promise that we would always put our friendship above any deal. Mm. And so that's, and, and, and you, the friendship comes with the va- shared values. So we, do we see every single thing that's exactly the same way? No. Not, no. But do we, are we very closely aligned on most of the stuff? Mm. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's mutual respect as well and understanding. And we had to learn to give up things, you know, you're you're an entrepreneur and I'm busy. I'm an entrepreneur, whatever language you want to use. But you know, running businesses, running our own shows, we're used to being the the king or queen or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And then we, we have to give some of that up. And then that, mm-hmm. that's there's ego and there's you know, all that stuff that gets in the way. So I thought that was that was really interesting how we learned to fit together. And then you know, as, as you say, it's getting better and better each you know deal or week as you say goes by. But, um, I remember that bank holiday weekend. Oh, in detail because that was we were already quite a long way in um some bits hadn't quite gone the way we would have liked we, we received some information late I think from memory and we just had to get through this by a deadline and it was one of those moments when I don't I don't know that I've even asked you but I'm sure it was the same you tr- you have to get your family on board I've got a young family Easter weekend should have been full of fun and frolics and whatever else and I was like I just I can't do it I can't and it wasn't you know I need to do an hour in the morning it was I'm doing this for probably 18 hours for the next four days so I'm sorry and amuse yourselves and you know it doesn't always go down very well or it goes down very 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 badly (laughs) and again you've got to try and manage that relationship and have a conversation with yourself that is this worth it is it the right thing? Um, is it right for my family? Even if it's right for me, should I be doing this? Uh, and and those horrible internal chats you have to have with yourself. And I think, in hindsight, I'm glad. I'm very very glad we did the deal. Um, but I think we both agreed that we just wouldn't. 
we wouldn't let it be like that again. Um, and that took some learnings from that project to set our own expectations and push back on some things. And actually, no, you can't wait a period of time, get us something, and then think we're going to drop everything. It's, we're prepared to do what it takes, but not whatever it takes. Because there are other people in our lives and other things that are just as important. And we can't do anything if we're burnt out and sick and broken, which we weren't miles away from by the end of the transaction. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I remember one, you know, one Sunday, it was in the middle of that bank holiday weekend, I was just in the office, just do until dusk, you know, and just cracking out things. But it's something that I realised is like, why does everybody want to deliver the information to you on a Friday? Um, that's what we'll notice that right they always deliver you stuff on a Friday it's like over to you now yeah uh, and by the way can we have an answer on Monday <laughs> or something stupid but they probably don't quite say it that way but um, I think we learned we need to buy at least a week uh, you know turn around and we're not necessarily going to touch this the weekend unless there's a very good reason yeah so that was another learning so we have learned some things and and here's the thing as well I want to talk about uh, uh, you know by the way if you want to talk about any other bits I'm missing but I also want to talk about celebrating the wins Mm. Um, the little wins so got anything to say about that yeah so turns out rich has got a real drinking problem as, um, <laughs> anytime <laughs> anytime that he can have a drink is <laughs> no i just uh we we knew what we were getting ourselves into and we knew quite what it would take and we also knew ourselves because we are so target driven and goal driven and success driven um in whatever means by success means to individually it doesn't it's not necessarily a fixed definition but we don't often or ever stop and celebrate what we've done and what we've achieved and how far you came because it's like well you know we did this but what if that happens and what if this happens but yeah we haven't done that yet and you can't operate like that you have to celebrate the wins you've got to give yourself a pat on the back you've got to reward yourself for what you did in the meantime so yeah, and we set ourselves some little little times that we'd win, uh, celebrate a win. So we celebrate uh, if we get on offer accepted. Celebrate if we got heads of terms signed. We'd celebrate if uh, when we completed. We'd celebrate if we completed and managed to not get divorced. We'd <laughs> put in all of these things that we just have a little. Well done, buddy. Well done. That was a that was a shift. That was you know a lot of work and we did it so well done and they're really good points to kind of decompress and give yourself a little and just reflect right how far you came how many you know you don't necessarily know but you know that enough people bid on these businesses you know that there was enough interest so even if you get your offer accepted and it all falls over later you did the right stuff there and that should be celebrated Mm -hmm. do you reckon oh totally i mean you know, and I think it's about, you know, it's a cliche to say it's about the journey, not the destination. Um, and you stop off at different points along the way. Um, and you you try and enjoy the journey as much as the destination. So I think it's something we've tried to breed just because alcohol is involved sometimes is, you know, it makes it, maybe it colours our view a little bit of those uh, stop-off points. But I do remember sometimes, you know, I, I've been, we've been talking I can't even remember which milestone we've been celebrating, but and literally just been, I've been sat in the garden and the sun's gone down, it's gone pitch black and hours has passed and we've just been chatting away. Yeah. I think on one occasion that a whole bottle of champagne did go down, by the way. So um, I probably wasn't making a lot of sense at the end of the conversation. So thanks for sticking with me. <laughs> Obviously, I was staying cold sober, so that's yeah. not something I would ever do. It is kind of legendary, though, that I am the lightweight and Kemi's, you know, I'm not going to say too much, but not as lightweight as me. I'm professional. <laughs> Professionally. So it comes back from being the athlete. Yeah. So I think celebrating those wins is important and doing the right thing, as you say. Um, you know, recently, I, I was always very reluctant to talk about, for example, my foundation and where I want to go. I'm talking about it a bit more now, and I'm a little, still a little bit hesitant. I remember you actually pushed me, do you remember, when we went up to uh, Nottingham? And I kind of touched on it. And you went, you basically pushed me off the edge of the plank 
and said, uh, don't you want to share a little bit more about that, Richard? Um, <laughs> in front of a room full of people. Um, <laughs> so that kind of got me, yes, thanks, Kemi. Um, you know, <laughs> and it just talks a little bit about it. Of course, it was, I, I wasn't prepared. It wasn't scripted. It just came from the heart. And people, I know you've had the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people came up, actually to both of us, didn't they? Because yeah. you did, you, you also shared. It made me go first, but you also shared. And people come up to us going, that was so inspiring, or thank you for saying that, or this really gives some meaning to what we're doing, and, you know, those sorts of things. And it, it, it really made me realise, actually, maybe it was a personal, each of us have this personal vision, but actually people can buy into that and want to be part of that journey. So, um, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. That was pretty cool. It's really interesting, isn't it? I think it feeds back into what you said earlier about people will make assumptions about who you are or how you are and how you do business. And in most cases, I think if people spoke to either of us for any length of time, they would realise that actually, well, we're possibly completely different to their expectations because the industries we're in, the things we talk about are one thing, but actually what drives us both, what gets us out of bed, what matters is completely different. Um, but I know for sure that I'm not necessarily uh, the most comfortable with sharing kind of vulnerable stuff and things, and I'm not a huge crowds person. So a lot of time it takes a one-to-one conversation or the right environment to have this stuff. And then you see people go, oh, and kind of something changes in their mind and they become really excited to come on the journey with you because it's about more than xyz it's about this thing and what mark you can leave what difference you can make and that will forever be forever be amazing to me true i agree yeah by the way you're wearing a boot uh protective boot so i remember you you were having uh to sit down most of the time because you couldn't put weights could you on your yeah on your on your ankle and um and so <laughs> i was there stood up you were there with your boot on this weedy chair thing it was quite a it's quite a, a sight to behold you know what are those brothers called uh chuckle brothers <laughs> like, yeah probably so that that probably creates a different expectation if you've ever been to these corporate sort of vision day thingies mm. it didn't really look like that <laughs> it didn't look like that at all but we were um we were ourselves right we were true possible it's not organic is it it's um but where am i going for authentic there you go we were just us and so we really want you all to buy into this and it 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 matters to us that you know why it matters to us um and what's really interesting i thought was that it, it created a bit of a divide there were some people that had no interest buying into anything um and then some people that were all over it and then of course some in the middle but yeah the 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 ones that didn't want to come along on that journey that didn't want to see the bigger picture didn't stick around for very long in that session Mm, that's true uh it does become divisive we talked about vision values and culture you know and not just what our values and culture were, but what, you know, already existed, of course, um, and trying to merge a, a new, uh, you know, way forward that we that blended all of those elements. And, um, yeah, I don't think everybody saw it the same way. So, and I think, you know, that's okay. It's absolutely okay. Yeah. You know, and no, no one needs to fall out about it. They don't have to create a, you know, a war. Um, sometimes tribalism, you know, whatever you call it, um, there's a lot of opposition these days, social media fuels it, et cetera, but it doesn't have to be that way. So, okay, I, I'm, this is how we see the world. Why do you see it differently? Okay, I wish you all the best with your way. Yeah. But we're still going our way. <laughs> it's yeah. like those, um, those images, isn't it? You know, you have like the old ladies and the candlesticks or you have a rabbit and a fox or something. It's like, well, what do you see? I see two old ladies. What do you see? Oh, I see a candlestick. Um, both people are, are right but both see something very different. Mm. That, I I think, you the, sorry, I thought you were going to talk about an ink block test or something. No, no. I, I think the, the world and the media particularly would do well to remember that yeah. it isn't 
black or white. And it's perfectly grey. We can all feel a bit meh. Not everything has to be angry. No. You know, we can coexist even if we see the world differently. So yeah, uh, we're, we're on a different journey. Yeah. That's good. Um, now, we talked a bit about the beginning, uh, at the beginning, about the 1x, 3x, landing at 7x, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. At uh, the year end, we're going to have a busy month of December by the look of it. Yeah. Starting, starting now. Um, <laughs> starting, starting a few weeks ago, actually. But um, so assuming that all goes well, what did we say we're going to do next year? You remember? I know you remember. You don't remember. <laughs> oh, I do. Is it the goal? 3x again? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to 3x again. We're going to 3x where we land. No, no, no problem, huh? <laughs> no, no worries. But um, and so just to put, I mean, we're talking in arbitrary terms, so 1x, 3x, 7x, but it doesn't matter what the goal was, a million, 10 million, you know, just multiply by the x. So yeah, um, yeah. if we land at 7x, what we've said is wherever we land, we're going to 3x it for 2022, which would therefore be 21x by the end of 2022. Now, just cast your mind back to the conversation we had in February where we were bricking it about 1x. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, are we any different? Um, I mean, we are. That's, that's actually, yeah. But we, I think we're the same people, mm-hmm. but I think we have both grown. Mm-hmm. I think we're both better at some things. Um, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's added kind of skill sets to our armory. It's added different elements to us. I think we're probably more, yeah, I think our skill sets are probably more well, well-rounded or further-rounded. Because we just had to to learn some stuff, we had to go on these journeys. So I think we are different, but fundamentally we're the same. Yeah, I think our personalities and our character are the same. Um, mm. You know, our, we haven't changed our lifestyle that much either. No, nope. um, but I think we've grown definitely, and we're having conversations now. I mean, just before I came on this call, not about half an hour before I came on this call. I'm having a conversation with someone who's going to potentially help us set up a 14 million um, pound fund and how that can work. And I was like, well, when we were 1x, it wasn't 14 million, by the way. Um, no. was it? So we're like, that was not really in, in, in concept. It wasn't relevant. It wasn't, why would you even talk about something like that? But today it's extremely relevant and, you know, possibly necessary well it feeds into what is impossible unless doesn't it there you go 21x is going to take a bigger game plan yeah and play in a bigger game yeah and i think that's it you know thinking bigger breaking through the glass ceilings stretching the boundaries obviously that you don't overstretch and snap Mm -hmm. that's no promise we've made to one another is we'll try and watch out for one another and you know you'll kind of go Richie, you okay? I'm like not getting the right vibes today or this week or whatever, and I'll do the same with you and just look out for one another. So we've got mm-hmm. to take care. I think I said recently, take care of the vessel. Yeah. You know, take care of each other. And so that, you know, there's the self-compassion and self-care part of it. Yeah. And then there's the growth, you know, part of it. And the mindset shift again, another paradigm shift, another level. Yeah, you think you can't go on another level. There isn't another level, is there? And then, I think two things as well are really important about what you just said. First up is that self care thing, and because um, we're kind of we both come from normal working class backgrounds, right? And if you said to people in your family, "Oh, no, I need to prioritize self care," they'd laugh you out of the room. Well, at least laugh me out of the room. They decide I've gone or Gwyneth Paltrow on them or something. I lost my mind. But it's not an it's not an option. It's not a, a choice. It's absolutely necessary to keep playing at higher games, to keep pushing, to keep delivering. You have to take care of yourself. Otherwise, you haven't got anything to give. It's you know the goose and the golden egg thing, isn't it? You just 
you can't pull at some point you just you just run out you run out of energy you run out of steam you run out of something um and then again for me completely honest today's a bit of a rough one for me little one had a rubbish night so everyone had a rubbish night it's been a busy 10 days or so i'm gonna finish this call and probably go lie down for a little bit just have a minute <laughs> and then go again this evening um so that i thought was was really interesting and how you change when you change your environment and your circle when your goals how your mindset change but speaking to the other thing about our focus what we're trying to do and we had a chat might have been yesterday, and I hope you don't mind me saying this, but we both had some opportunities in the last few days or week to get involved with some projects. Um, and we said no, because they weren't aligned with what we're trying to achieve. The, the net gain wasn't enough to take our attention, our focus away. And it was just a real kind of a moment where we clocked that again, something had shifted. There'd been another growth, another layer that we were playing a bigger game. That was really interesting, I thought. Yeah, and I don't mind you saying it and, you know, very well said too. And, you know, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I mean, probably a year ago, we were both presented with some opportunity and it had some, I say dollar signs, pound signs, whatever attached to it. And we were probably going, yeah, yeah thanks, let's have some of that. Yeah. Um, today, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't want to make it sound wrong, but we're just on a different trajectory, <laughs> flight path. We're on a different flight path, <laughs> and uh, you know, it it isn't necessarily feeding that. And you know, it looks about you know, what is the value of our time now? It's different. Um, yeah, it's not. We're not being snobbery, snobs or anything uh, like that. It's just. Hang on a minute. If you're talking about potentially a twenty-one X. You, you know, you, you've kind of ratcheted up and you just have to see it differently. Yeah. You're right about the self-care thing. It's probably not, you know, and, and you know, a guy talking about self-care. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, you know, it, it's, it's a little bit, you know, it's not, it's not a typical stereotype, uh, self-compassion, self-care, but we need to be, you know, good to ourselves. I don't yeah, put handles on in, in the bath and stuff like that, but, you know. You should give it a go. Highly recommend well, secretly, if Mrs. puts something on, I might be there, you know, having a little whiff or something, but maybe that doesn't sound good. Um, Not the worst. <laughs> no, maybe rephrase that, whatever image is in your head. Um, but I have my stuff, you know, um, yeah. but I do. You know, I'll have my Friday night, put some beats on and, you know, I'll have a, an IPA or something or, or five um, and, and just chill, get into, you know, I have been known to actually put, bust some moves, you know. So, there you go. That's all coming out now. People, <laughs> the impression of me is really different. What? Who is this guy? That's it. So, you know, that's, that's kind of one way I blow off some steam and, you know, forget it. I think it was last night. Yesterday was a really busy day. I started working at 6 a.m. By 8 p.m., I was still going. I thought, and I, was done, I had, to, there's always something else to do, by the way. Yeah. Um, but I just said, that's it. I'm done. I went downstairs and just chilled. Um, mm-hmm. Came into my head. Oh, probably should have done that bit, but no, I'm definitely switching off now. Yeah. Um, so that's self compassion, self care. Maybe not textbook because I've done 14 hour day, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's forward because a few months back you might have just kept going. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that's some good learnings. And so I guess you know what about just thinking about maybe towards the end of our conversation that we're sharing here, um, you know, there's anything else you want to talk about or ask or whatever before we finish and share with the audience as we're being so intimate and um, vulnerable and real. That's a good question. Um, I'd like to know why... I don't know what my answer is. You'd like to know why I didn't do that extra task that you needed yesterday, right? Yeah, and um, that's made my day really quite difficult. So if you could... (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to know why we, from your perspective, when you made this decision and you said, you know what, I'm going to do this with Kem. Why? Why did I make that decision from my point of view? I mean, the, the short answer is it felt right. It felt right. 
So, I mean, and I can elaborate, but it just felt right, you know. And like you said, we talked about things and it didn't feel right, you know. Mm-hmm. We talked about a couple of things we could potentially do together. And we have known each other for a reasonable period of time. The ironic thing is we're not actually met in person until fairly recently. Yeah. It was kind of, that was on a crazy one. Um, so we just kind of built this, sounds like a bloody episode of Catfish or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, whatever. I don't know what else is there, uh, out there, but I do actually. My, my daughter got me into some of this uh, um, reality TV recently. So I can't. Come on, you blame it on your daughter. I am definitely. It would. I wouldn't do it. It wasn't. You know, uh, I wasn't interested at all. I was just literally doing it to bond with my daughter. Of course, of course. Yeah. But no, I think it just felt right. And um, but if you dig deeper, why did it feel right? You know, I could answer that. You know, we we do have the shared values. We do have common vision. Um, I recognise. Um, I can't do everything on my own, and I think you possibly recognise you either didn't want to, even if you could. Yeah. Uh, on your own and we it, we just knew we could do it even though we didn't believe we could maybe three exit or anything like that we just knew we could do it we knew we were fairly capable and we knew where where this could take us because you probably i had that burning desire in my stomach it wouldn't it won't leave me alone for about two decades this foundation idea whatever it's called won't leave me alone that's a good sign that it's part of your purpose yeah just felt right to do it do it with you and i think you know i don't i don't think i can give a better answer than that maybe when i hear your answer maybe i'll go oh yeah about that you know what's your oh, answer that's really nice my answer is yeah the same it's fairly non-eventful it just it just felt right we'd we've spoken about lots of things and we've spoken about you know families and friends and kids and the weather and anything and everything in between and there aren't many times in your life you meet someone you can just say oh either I balls this up (laughs) and um yeah I need a hand here or and it won't be kind of thrown back at you or whatever or you can just say you know I'm struggling and this is happening and I I know you can't fix it I don't even necessarily want you to fix it or try I just want to be able to say this is tough um and I could do that. I said, you know, I said to you, I don't you think that's probably not the, the place to go into it, but we have some mental health challenges in, in my family and sometimes they flare up and things like that. And I think we have one call and that's probably a couple of hours of me just saying, I don't know, I don't know what to do. I, I think I've done, done the best I can. I've done everything I know and it hasn't worked so (laughs) what have you got have you got anything or can you just listen to me for a bit and um you were kind and generous and thoughtful and you kept the confidence and you um you were just a good a good man and if if I was going to do this journey with anyone that's tick box number one well, that's a much better answer than mine for a start. Um, <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, and, you know, it goes both ways, to be honest. You know, I'm not just coming back at you because it's a return of a compliment and whatever, but um, just this this week, I think it was Monday. You have a... He- uh, Mondays are just Mondays, right? We just... They're, we, they're notorious now for us. And you have a, a heavy schedule. And I do remember, you know, I was probably flipping it around that you were just talking about. And, you know, I kind of just was needed to blow off some steam or talk about something. And some of it was personal, family related. Um, and um, you were just there. And I realized that we were on the phone for about an hour and 50 minutes during the day on a busy Monday. And I just turned around to you and said, oh, I'm just conscious. You probably, you might be putting some people off. And said, Don't worry about it. I've just been doing it in the background and, and literally putting off one-to-one calls, meetings. And you were just there, you know, listening to me. And, you know, that is, that is worth more than any deal, basically, because, you know, more than anything, because you, you were mostly just listening, yeah. um, sometimes offering, you know, sensible input and, or give me a slap around the chops or something like that. But, and, you know, an hour 50 minutes on a busy Monday, you made the time. And uh, so I think it just goes to show that we can, you know, we do that for one another, but mm-hmm. that's a really good basis. So, 
if you, anyone's just thinking about working with someone, you know, can you have those conversations? Um, do you do you share values? Um, can you figure out when those friction moments come? Can you like go into the direction and still stick together? And, and do you care for one another really um, fundamentally? That so much so that you'll put that relationship ahead of the thing. Yeah. So that would be, yeah. So good point. Better answer than me, but there we go. What about you? Any questions for me? Uh, I should have thought of that before. Thinking about you're gonna you're gonna bring it back to me. Um, Questions for you. I've asked most of them as I've been going along. Um, I feel like I should have one now, but. I guess, it, yeah, okay, I'll put it this way. If you could have changed anything, what would you have changed? This year? I left it vague so you could choose. If I could change anything, what would I change? Well, okay, maybe that's making it too vague because you can say, <laughs> well, you know, oh, I could have been a queen or something, you know, whatever. Um, well, you are, but <laughs> this year, let's say, and what we've been through and, you know, whatever. If I could change anything this year, what would I change? You know the real it's a cliche answer and it's gonna sound like nonsense but it's nothing mm-hmm. um and it's because not because you know everything was perfect and i really enjoyed every minute i think we established that's not true um but i think i learned this year what what i was prepared to do and what i wasn't and what was important um and sometimes those lines have to get blurred they do. And you have to go, oh, crap, okay, I'm sorry, we'll do something nice tomorrow. And I know that I said I'd be half an hour and I'm an hour and I'm in the doghouse and all of those things. Um, but I've I've learned that I have this goal. It's a huge, huge big goal. Um, and it doesn't have a number on it because I kind of want to see how far I can go. But I know it's big. But I also know that if that takes me an extra five years, that's okay. If I haven't burned everything and everyone along the way. When I get to where I want to go, I want it with the people I love and my friends and everyone else around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while I'm prepared to do what it takes, I'm not prepared to do whatever. And I think that's why I wouldn't change anything, but that's my biggest learning of this year very good preempting you maybe asking me the same question of course yeah okay you thought so i was waiting to see if you would yeah similarly you know because you you know we we go through what we go through for a reason and we grow as a result of it and even if that experience isn't the best even if we messed up you know we if we wished it would be different we did it you know uh, perfectly first time we wouldn't actually learn and grow so mm. like you, I wouldn't change it for that reason. But um, I guess probably for me, because, you know, I'm a different age to you, which we joke about now and again. And, um, you know, I just kind of wish I'd have realised some of these things sooner and, you know, started my journey sooner overall. I mean, obviously I've gone back a bit there, but I think the, but bringing it back to this year specifically, I said the next level, there's multiple levels <laughs> There's multiple levels and I kind of, you know, breaking through one at a time perhaps. And I'm reading a book, I've just finished a book called The Big Leap. And that's about jumping levels. It's not about, you know, this sort of just one step at a time type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like it is taking the helicopter to the top of the mountain type of thing. So that's one thing. And I think the other thing on a real personal level, so I've got the idea of this foundation, whether it's actually a foundation, I haven't decided yet, but just keep it that for now. And then I was thinking about, I really want my kids involved, ideally. They may not want to be, so that's up to them. So I started talking to them, and I talked about what the foundation kind of stood for. And um, and then they started offering other things. And I, I hadn't had that conversation with them before then. And um, they started offering other things. And I'm thinking, it's not just about me and what I want, you know, especially talking about multi-generational, and this is giving back into society communities whatever and why shouldn't it be about things they're interested in and passionate about and care about as much as things i care about 
And that was a real game-changing moment because I, I was calling it my working title for the foundation is the Help Foundation, and helps you know helps me remember what what it is you know. But all of a sudden, I had this sort of alphabet soup of um, causes. Yeah. Um, I was like, well, why couldn't it? Also, I mean, you hear what I say. What I added animals, environment, yeah. you know, culture um, were some of the things that came out from those conversations. And you think, well, they weren't they on the list in the first place? Yeah, you, you can't necessarily fix everything. Um, but why not? And, you know, and I think that could be a great way to engage my kids in this thing. And instead of our, we're buying as a dad's vision, it's, this is our vision, our shared vision. So again, it was more of a learning, um, you know, if I could have wished I'd have realized that sooner, but you know, that's the other thing I would say, I'm learning to forgive myself a bit more. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of mess up sometimes, sometimes made some mistakes, could have done some things differently. Everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just forgive yourself, learn the lesson, move on. Yeah. Anyway, that was my answer. That's very cool. Thanks for sharing that. I've got one more question, then I'll stop grilling you. And it's on your Big Leap book. Uh-huh. Given that we 7X our original goal, mm-hmm. and we decided to 3X again, is 3x actually an appropriate goal? You know the, you know the answer. I think I'm, I'm going to leave it on a cliffhanger. <laughs> so watch this space. Someone yesterday, we're running an accountability group, and someone on the call flashed up their pipeline. And, uh, I, you know, I'm just these are the 15 deals I'm working on at the moment, sort of thing. And um, I just did a quick bit of mental arithmetic. There wasn't a total, but there was well over a hundred million um, on his pipeline. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, why not? It's impossible unless. Yeah. So I'm going to leave it. That's my answer. It's impossible unless, and maybe we'll have a proper you know, board meeting where we actually set that. But um, what would you say? The same. It's okay. impossible unless. I it's think it's impossible unless. But we're making the unless moves already. So we shall see. Brilliant. Kemi, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining me and just having a conversation in front of a lot of people, which fortunately for you, you can't see because I know you prefer not crowds, um, which is talking to me and, and sharing some of what we've been sharing. Hopefully that's helpful to our listeners um i'll do the outro unless there's anything you wanted to say beforehand no thank you for the invite thanks for having me it's always good to get a conversation with you with everything we've got going on we don't necessarily always get a lot of conversations so i've really enjoyed this thank you oh i love to have i love to have conversations with business owners so there we go (laughs) (laughs) includes you anyway it's been great thank you so um thanks everybody for listening once again this week to the property voice podcast the show notes are going to be over the website propertyvoice.net if you want to talk to me you can reach out or perhaps even if you want an introduction to kemi uh podcast at propertyvoice.net and the i think that's about it for now um thanks for listening uh speak soon and ciao ciao Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.